Hello everyone. Welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. So today I want to talk about when you are picking your mate for your foundation. Your foundation is what you plan to build upon to make your life. So you are picking a person that has some of the same morals you do, some of the same ideas you do. You need to have long conversations about how you would like to raise your children and what you plan to accomplish in your life. When you are picking a mate, you want someone that will support you and that you can support. First of all, know that nothing is perfect and that people change daily. Experiences on your journey help you to change and develop into the person that you become and the person that you inspire to be. Now, the things that happen on your journey will kind of change things for you because when you learn better, you do better. And I've said that before. Now, all we can ask is that you try your very best and you want someone that is going to try their very best for you. Now, we don't wake up every day with our A game. Sometimes it's a B game, maybe a C, sometimes either D or E. Sometimes we wake up and it is a Z game. <laughs> but it happens to all of us. Therefore, understanding is needed when you are together with someone that you have picked. But you're trying to pick someone that when you do have children you'll have similar values because there's no way that you can have the exact same values unless you were raised at the exact same time in the exact same household even siblings there are different things going on in their parents life at different times and so therefore they see a different view, even though they were raised in the same household with the same parents. We just want that when we get going with our life, there are some things that I can accept if I am by myself with you. Things that when we have children, will become more difficult for me to accept than it is for me to accept as a single person. So you have to keep these things in your mind and in your view because children are like sponges. And if you have bad habits, they're going to soak those up just like they soak up your good habits. That's why I did that other podcast that said, 
let them see normacy before they see all of the other things that you do that is not so normal or that is not good habits. So I was talking to someone about raising children and we were talking because she has one child and she is pregnant with her second child. Her first child is three years old. And she said to me, my husband said something to my child that I did not like. And it's like, I've heard him say these things before, but we didn't have children before then. And it hits harder and it hits deeper when you have children because you personally know better. And you can look over things when you're single and by yourself. But when you have children and these things are going on, then you feel deeply about them because this is what your children see as being the way things should be when you know that it is not and they need to see what is the better side of the world and they need to see what is the better side of the world from their parents first. And I told this young lady that I definitely understood because when my children were growing up, I used to get so upset. I worked midnights and I worked midnights part time so that I can be at home with my children during the day. And with me working part time, eight hours at nighttime, they barely felt the thing of me working. It was two days, one week and one day the next week. And that was the part time with eight hours at nighttime. So that meant I was at work at 11 p.m. and I got off at 7 a.m. So with that being said, I didn't miss a lot of time. When I went to work, they should have been going to bed. And when I came home, then they were up getting ready for school or whatever sports or program that we were doing on Saturday. Then they would be up and ready and prepared for that. So when I got home and took them to school, then I would go to sleep until it was time for them to come home. Then I would get up and I would spend the rest of the time helping with homework, cooking dinner, and spending that time with them. So I am very appreciative to my husband because he worked very hard so that I could be able to be and spend the majority of my time with the children. But that meant that he didn't have a lot of time in the daytime with them because he would work 12, 14, 16 hours so that I could have that opportunity. So then when he would come home, and I would be at work, then he would want to see the kids and he would 
sometimes wake them up and they would be talking and laughing and maybe, okay, you can get up and play one video game with me or whatever. And then that one video game would turn into two or three or longer. And then the kids were going to sleep in school. That is not good. So therefore, I would come home and then maybe the teacher would say, your son went to sleep in school again today. I'm like, oh my goodness, these children are going to an academy where they have to have a 3.0 to stay in this academy. And he's keeping them up and they're falling asleep in class. Mind you, I would get upset. I do understand the importance of him having time with them as well, but can you do it on the weekend? Can you make sure you spend Sunday with them? something. I'm at work. So therefore, I'd come home and they might be sleepy or I get that report or whatever. And I remember, I remember calling my sister and I was like, oh my God, he is effing up my kids. They're up all times of night while I'm at work. And even though it was just two nights, one week and one night the next, when things were going decent, I might pick up a couple of extra days or whatever. I was like, oh my God, they have to go to bed. So then the report card, oh no, they went to a school where they would get reports every single week, weekly reports, and you had to sign them. I know they hated them, but it was good for us to keep up with what was going on on a weekly basis. Any missing assignments? or anything that they didn't do through, during the week, I would get the report. So then I found myself arguing with my husband about the kids going to bed at night. And he would say, well, I don't have any time with them. I just want to see them for a little bit. And you know what? That is great. It is great because there are fathers that are out there that wouldn't want to spend time with their children or not even in the household for that matter. So I get it. I understand. And it was wonderful on one hand, but terrible for the kids on the other hand. So therefore, I remember saying, you know, to my kids, somebody has to be the adult and you have to go to bed because you are going to get bad grades in school. And then you're going to be left behind. You have to tell your father you have to go to bed. If he doesn't put you to bed, you have to say, I have to go to bed because I understand you love him. He loves you, but you are the one that's going to suffer in the long run about your grades. How could I punish the kid when the father is not enforcing the rules. So we had to figure that out. I stopped picking up because I figured if I needed to be home to make sure that my kids went to bed, even though lovely, lovely that he wanted to see them, they were just not doing what they're supposed to do. So then I stopped picking up, only worked my scheduled two days, one week, one day the next week. And 
the kids would go to bed because then my husband had me to be at home and then I played video games with him, which I am not saying that that is the perfect situation, but what I am saying is you figure it out. You figure out what is best for you and your family because I did not have the total conversation with my husband before marriage. And even if we did, by the time we had kids two years later, we've changed and we don't even know how we're going to feel when we have children. But at least when you start out, you can kind of be on the same page. When the children actually arrive, then you will see that things become so different because what? You're asking him, your mother did what? Your mother didn't do what? My mother did this and my father did this. And you find out, that, oh my goodness, I can't believe that we, coming from two households and decided to have these children, and now we have these children and they're our children. And so we're blending the two households together and they're not agreeing. And then stuff that I used to think was so cute that my husband did. It wasn't so cute when the kids seen it or if they were mocking him or trying to do what he did. I, of course, I used to smoke cigarettes. But when my kids came along, I didn't want them to see me smoking cigarettes. And I quit. And I quit because also I was feeling not good about smoking cigarettes. And then the kids see the commercials on the TV and they're like, oh my God, dad, you're smoking or mom, you're smoking. And it's, well, I quit. And then they would tell him, oh, don't smoke, don't smoke. And you are showing them that they're supposed to pay attention and do what's good and then they look at you and you're not doing what's good so then it's confusing to the children because they say don't smoke cigarettes but my dad smokes and it's confusing and then of course they try it later and figure it out for themselves i have one son that smokes and one son that doesn't but i regret that we showed them the bad habits. I regret the things that we allowed them to see that wasn't what they were supposed to see. You, my parents, when we were growing up, I never seen my parents argue and they always tried to be the perfect parents in front of us and I'm sure like now I I know that they were not perfect but when I was younger I thought they were and they they held up to the perfection until I was old enough to see differently but by that time I had learned and you know they say train up a child in the way that they should go and when they go grow older they will not part from those teachings because they're embedded in them 
they have grown up with these teachings. But if you teach them all the wild things of the world, then they're going to do that and they're going to add to it and they're going to wow you from what you've seen. Then they're going to wow you and go even further, even though they might not stay out there in the wild, but they're going to test it. And then ah, worry, worry, worry will you be. So, so all I am trying to let you guys know is don't have regrets because you don't let them see the bad things. Now, like I said, my husband kept them up and I had to do some stuff. And yes, they suffered a little bit because of that, but they still turned out okay. And everything that you don't like about your mate that is around your children may show up in your children. Just let me let you guys know that because that is their mother or their father. So then the first thing you're gonna say when you see this showing up in your child, you're gonna say, see, oh my goodness, I want a divorce. Too late now because if you get a divorce and then I don't think that that's the best for the kids for the reasons. Then your kid has to go and visit their parent by themselves. And they're still that same person that was immature. They're still that same person that was doing those things. They're still that same person that your kid is going to see those bad habits. So it has to be. That is who you picked for your foundation. That is who you picked to have your kids with now because they are showing immaturity, which you both were immature at first. It's just childbirth brings some maturity to females because they have to go through so much. So this part of the journey helps them to become maternal and grow up really fast because the first time that I had my first child, I used to be a mousy type person. I know you guys can't believe that now much as I talk, but I was very mousy and I was so shy. The day I held my baby in my arms, I said, Oh my goodness, I am responsible for this life. I am responsible for another person to bring this person up and show this person the way things should be and show them the right way and try to do the best I can for this person. But my husband didn't go through those mental changes as I did, he was worried about me and just was so glad to be home, thought that he probably wasn't going to ever have any children. And he was just staring at the baby and holding the baby and just in amazement. 
he didn't have that awakening as I did. So therefore, he's going on as he was where I have went through a transformation. I can't fault him for not going through the same transformation that I did. I have to do my best to try to keep my family together. My husband was still the same man that I married, that I decided to have this foundation with, that I decided to have a baby with. He is still the same person. And he was right there with me. And just because he didn't have the transformation, I couldn't be like, oh my God, I got to divorce him because he didn't grow up. What happened was I end up raising my child and sort of raising my husband as well. You know, they say females mature faster than males. Well, in this instance, that was the reason why, because now a total transformation, a body transformation, and then now I'm a mother. Oh my goodness, it just hit me like a ton of bricks and I just wanted to do whatever was best for this child. Oh my, even if it meant that my husband didn't understand at that moment, at that moment, he was just happy to be a father and he wanted to support his family, which was an amazing thing for him to want to do, I know is what you're supposed to do, but everybody don't do what they're supposed to do. So it was amazing. It was great. And I was able to spend most of the time with the kids. But as I said, then there were difficulties that was really immaturity on his part. And we were not really young. I was 20... I was 25 when I had my first child. We just had been having fun and then, you know, we decided to have a baby and then there come the baby and then I'm feeling different. He's not feeling that much different. He just knows it's another mouth to feed. Then they go through the transformation that, oh my goodness, she's showing all her attention to the baby. Well, guess what? The baby can't do nothing for itself. I have to do everything for this baby. And you can do a few things by yourself, but my husband was used to me doing just about everything for him because that is the way that we had our marriage. So now, Things have to change a little bit because I have more responsibilities and he would have his friends over and they would play video games. And because I used to play video games with him before the kids were born, he would be calling me, come on, let's show them how good we're playing at Nintendo Contra. I don't know who remembers that, but we played Contra. It was a, a team game. So you had to back up your person you were playing with. You both had to be running and fighting. And we played that wonderful together. And we were going through stages, but we needed to do that for life now. The game was over for me. 
And he was calling me to show so he can show his friends how great we were. But dear, I'm changing the baby's diaper. I can't come play Contra right now, you know? And so then he eventually, you know, figured it out until the kids was able to play with him. And then I went on day shift where I was working um, three days a week. And he had to babysit or father sit the child. So I worked on the days that he was off the for the very first couple of years. And he watched the baby when I went to work and then I was home with the baby the rest of the time. So we worked it out because I really didn't want my baby to go to nursery school as a newborn. I didn't want them to go to daycare. And so we did what we had to do. My husband, was and still is an amazing, hardworking man who tries his best. But sometimes when it's time to grow and you haven't grown, then some things leak out and then you see stuff that is not so perfect. Even though you grow and you become better at that time, I figured I would raise my child and try my best to raise my husband to be the father that he needed to be or that I wanted him to be. And of course, it did not work out perfectly, but my kids are great. They are men now and they cannot blame their parents forever and ever and ever for the mistakes that we made because we made some and you're going to make some. You just try to make them not so significant because I don't care how perfect you try to be. There are going to be some mistakes that happen and it's okay because not one of us grew up in a perfect world. I had a perfect childhood, but I had six other siblings. We had the opportunity where my parents raised us in church, where I think that probably was the best thing for seven children. Then you had a routine, you had some help, a community to help teach them, which was mostly my aunts and uncles because they all went to the same church. And it's just a community, a community of help a community that you can talk to and go to, a community that are in similar situations as you are. Let's summarize all of this. So you want to choose a good person to start your foundation with and you build upon it. Every brick is not going to be perfect. Every moment is not going to be perfect in your building, but you try to smooth out the imperfections so that your foundation can build and what comes out of the foundation, which is your children, can be the best possible human beings that you could have created. Do not fret 
about the mistakes. Just be there for your children from birth until forever because you're going to need them later. Hopefully not extreme need, but like I take care of my mom and she's 88 and my dad is there and he takes care of my mom as well. Things sometimes need more and sometimes it needs less. Whatever that is necessary, you want to be prepared to do for your children. And then hopefully your children will take care of you if and when the time comes and need be. But for myself, I'm going to try to be as healthy as I possibly can because I don't want anybody to have to take care of me, even though there's no way to see the future. But I have started since my mom, and my mom always ate decent. If they said something on TV was not good for you, she cut it out of her diet. They said ground beef that was coming out of these factories were no good. My mother had stopped eating ground beef. Anything that they said don't eat, she didn't eat. She would drink aloe vera water and it healed and took care of her body. But nothing is a guarantee. No one knows what the end of your days is going to be like. If you're going to live long enough to need some help or not need some help, no one knows. And you just want to be able to deal with it the best that you can. I know my grandmother used to say if she couldn't take care of herself, she would want to not be here. And that's what happened to her. And then I used to do home care. And I had this lovely lady that I took care of. And her body was deteriorating. And she would say, I don't know what's worse. To have your mind and your body deteriorating. Or to have your body and let your mind deteriorate. I don't think neither one is good. I've seen both sides of it. So with that being said, that we should all be trying to do our best with ourselves, mind, body, and soul. <laughs> and then we hope that we have raised people that we would love for them to take care of us and that we could trust that they could take care of us as we would take care or as we had took care of them when they were babies. So with that being said, it is an awesome, awesome thing for me to talk to you guys. And I hope that you are studying your foundation so that you can build a wonderful family, even if you have to raise your husband while you're raising your kids. It turned out okay. My husband has came a long, long way from the day 
that we got married 34 years ago. And I'm sure I have came a long, long way as well because we have learned so many things together and we have came together as a couple, had our children, raised them, argued a lot through it, but now we're on the other side of it. And when the kids left, I was like, and who are you again? Your focus is on the kids for so long that then when you come back together, it's like a new relationship. You're starting to learn each other all over again. And it is awesome. I love him even more. And I feel like he loves me even more because it shows. Thank you for listening. And I'll be looking forward to talking to you guys next time. We'll be looking forward to more things that someone should have told you. Someone should have told me. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, any comments, I will be happy to answer. You can also listen at any place you get music or podcasts. You can listen on Spotify, you can listen on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, Listen Now, or the Podbeans website. I really appreciate you guys, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a great day.